okay, there. Well, let's go. What's going on with me today? <laughs> okay. We gotta go back. We gotta go back. We gotta go back. Why don't you Jax, you start us off? Okay. All right. Feel it. Let's get into it. Hey you guys. We are here, you know, with a different energy for you guys. We're recording on a different day. It's me, your girl Jax. I'm here with my divine co-host. My girl Vicky of Sister Soul Healing and you know the vibes already. We're ready to give you everything goddess's guide to self-love. What are we talking about today, Vicky? What do we have for them? I'm gonna tell you right now, tribe, grab your pen and papers. Grab your notebooks, grab your journals, grab your green print, grab your blueprint, because we have so much info coming at you today. So yeah. just disclaimer, I'm gonna say it again. Jackson A may or may not be a little high. So just, <laughs> we're gonna have a good time today, okay? Yes. Okay. We're gonna talk to you about yesterday's Capricorn moon energy and what that means for us in terms of self-love and care. And we're also gonna get into the menstrual cycle. We're gonna talk about the, the cycle of the moon, the sun, and what that means for you and your body. And we're also having an underlying theme of self-forgiveness. So yeah. that's where Jax and I, you know, our brains went. We were brainstorming what we were coming up with for this episode. So today's Wednesday. Um, I think it's uh, the 10th. And today's moon's in Aquarius. So the vibe is very, very different than what we've been feeling the last two days. So Tuesday's moon in Capricorn reminded us that it's necessary to take time to rest and recharge, right? The cat moon asked us to step away from the hustle and to lean into our own self-care. We were reminded that rest is productivity and that in order to function optimally, we must listen to our body when she asks for rest. I'm going to say it again. Rest is productivity. In fact, it's probably one of the most productive things that you can do for yourself because Our bodies perform so many miracles, so many functions that we don't even have to think about, right? It's just innate. It just happens. Thank God we don't have to think about that because I might forget to do something. But our body needs to rest. She's doing the most for you. All the time. All the time. So rest, rest, rest. Uh, Capricorn qualities. This is why we need to rest because Capricorns, they're into service, right? They're into helping the collective. They work diligently, they work hard, they work honestly. Capricorns are ambitious and focused. And I'm not saying if you're not a Cap, you know, you can't be or you're not those things. These are just qualities all together that make up a Capricorn, right? So the moon has a lot of that energy. But when the moon, a feminine sign, is in the Cap sign, it reminds us that we need to rest, right? However, Capricorns tend to overwork themselves, right? When they are not aligned, they overwork themselves and they neglect to ask for help, right? So what gets a cat back into alignment? Rest. Yeah. Right? Rest. Rest, support, get, being open to the support and help that's around them, being open to asking for help, rest. Yeah, and yeah. you know, Monday, I had a very like high stress, busy day personally. But then Tuesday, when you and I connected for a tea time on IG Live, we asked, we always ask you guys, we always have the tribe, what are the vibes? What's your big three? How are you feeling today? Because 
it is true that the moon influences our our mood, right? So I think we were all reminded yesterday with how badly we needed to rest. You know, I felt like I was behind yesterday. I told you I was like, my whole day was out of whack. I had made this to-do list that revolved completely around my business because I was behind from just being distracted by other things on Monday. But I, I just couldn't function because I was so tired from having a high stress and busy day on Monday. I didn't plan in Tuesday to rest. I was just like, oh my gosh, I missed all these things that I had to do on Monday. Now I have to make up for it. When in reality, the moon was saying, no baby, just chill out. Like, it's all good. Like, you know, you could do this later. You can do this tomorrow. It was the same for me. I had rested um, from the new moon into the beginning of the week because I started cycling with the new moon I started bleeding with the new moon so I rested throughout that time and then I was trying to be intentional like okay Tuesday I have to feel better so I got up early I meditated I stretched I washed my hair I did all of the things and still I just I wanted to lay down it was almost like such a feeling where I was just like oh my god like do I even have the energy to do tea time today do I even have the energy to record the podcast and you know like I was had to check myself like what's going on and then we connected and you were like it's the moon like the our body is being called to rest and then that guilt that I was tripping myself off of like just kind of like released and I'm like oh I feel this way because the moon says, baby, take a chill pill, let it flow. I really tried to power through yesterday, right? Um, But I think that notion of I have to get this done no matter what, I think that causes us to live in resistance, Um, resistance of what my body is asking me for because yes we're divine beings but we're still living this earthly experience in a human body in physical form and all she wanted to do yesterday my body was rest and i was pushing her to do more i was pushing her to her limits because of like i said something i self-imposed on myself my to-do list most of it was for me for my business you know Whatever I didn't get to do Monday that I usually do, I wanted to do yesterday. But when we do that, when we when we live in resistance, that leads to burnout. So burnout by definite is the reduction of fuel or substance to nothing through use or combustion. I don't want to combust, right? So at all. No, thank you. You know, you would you continue to drive your car when it's on E? Right. No, you wouldn't, right? And if you did, right. eventually you would end up stranded and even in more of a bigger mess than you would have been if you just like maybe took the exit to the side road and got off to get gas. Like, all right, sometimes I know that I don't, let me just close my door because I don't know if you guys hear this truck. I so was loud. just going to say all the feels, that spirit reminding us like, hello, yes. do you hear her? Yes. Make sure you have fuel. Make sure there's gas in your car. Make sure Ooh. you know that you have enough to do what it is that you need to do and rest is providing yourself fuel you know eventually if you continue pushing and pushing and pushing your car the car is going to need a new battery an oil change new tires like resting parking the car letting the car get rest to cool down is part of her upkeep like yes 
Yeah. Yes. All of the whole. And it, it, the moon, the Capricorn moon, again, reminded me of our 2021 mantra. So y'all know that every episode we drop a goddess mantra, but this this is the mantra. This is the goddess mantra yeah. of 2021. My yeah. whole life revolves around my self-care. I know I usually drop it later, but I just can't stop thinking about this. My whole life revolves around my self-care. This yeah. affirmation reminds me to slow down. It reminds me to take it easy. It reminds me that I'm allowed to move at my own pace. It reminds me that what when we live in resistance, that's when our vibration lowers and that's when we begin to attract other bad things into our lives. So, you know, bad experiences, negative vibe people, illnesses, pain, inflammation. I'm allowed to rest, period. I yeah. must I must be gentle with myself we have we we owe it to ourselves right we owe it to ourselves to give ourselves permission to take a break and not if we can't power through it's okay we don't have to power through yeah i think we gave great examples last night tribe if you caught tea time about ways in which <laughs> we pushed forward through that you know with just even talking about you know our story and how we left one situation that was like completely traumatizing without even allowing ourselves time to rest or decompress or even process what was happening before jumping right back into the life outside of that situation. You know, like forgiving, forgiveness, forgiving ourselves is the underlying theme. Forgiving ourselves, forgetting ourselves in that position, forgiving ourselves for not giving ourselves the space to heal from it and just pushing through until spirit literally sat us down like time out it's time for you to deal with this <laughs> you know yeah. like it's 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 really it's difficult to do so but the more you start practicing these self-love things that we're talking about using these tools or these rituals or these practices or just pouring into yourself affirmations whatever it is that you like to use starting to apply these and really seeing the change that it brings in for your life is amazing because you start to open up the lane to forgiveness you start to see where you tripped up your own feet and where you can do better and how even though it felt like it was a trip up of your own feet it was still divine because you're here you're here yep and i i think about how i think yesterday for not most of the day but a good portion of the day i was really starting to beat myself up over not being able to get through my to-do list about needing rest, right? Yeah. Um, but I, I think it's important to remember that, I mean, we already said it, rest is productivity, but we all go through like different seasons in our life and that's okay. Sometimes the seasons last a little bit longer. I find myself now currently not having interest or energy for things that i used to love or enjoy doing like going out with friends and being more social but in this time of my life my role has shifted from 
what I was used to doing as modern Vicky Lee to the new and improved upgraded version of Vicky Lee, the intuitive energy healer. And I'm doing more energy work and more healing than ever before. So I'm exerting myself different than how I used to do that. I need to adjust. And I still I still find myself like like I said, living in resistance sometimes where I'm like denying my body of rest or food because I'm doing something else that I think I should be doing, but really I need to be putting myself first. Again, my whole life revolves around my self-care, remembering to put ourselves first. Um, so now I'm resting more than I used to. I think my work used to be more physical because I actually had to, you know, commute, walk, climb, you know, use my body differently, but I wasn't using my energy in the same way. So now I am, I need different kind of fuel. You know, I, I can't live on caffeine or or one or two meals. Like I need to look at my diet differently. I need to look at my sleep schedule differently in order I mean, to feel good. Yeah. That's what you were talking about um, the other day about the phases of the moon and how that applies to us throughout the month, throughout our lifetime. Like the moon changes, we change, you know, and old Vicky Lee, past Vicky Lee needed different types of fuel to keep that type of energy that you were exuding going and now you're different, you've transformed yeah. you're in a different space and it takes a different frequency a different level of fuel you know, you know like a you wouldn't put petroleum gas in a damn Lexus you know what I'm saying, like you'd yeah. like some what, what, is, what are the numbers 87 or 93 like you would put the best in your car so you've you've upgraded and so your self-care has upgraded it looks different and that's like with the moon the moon goes to different through different faces when it rests we need rest and you know when it's in a different sign it's calling us to have a different energy and do different things within ourselves so yeah I agree with all of that that you're saying it's a different time for different things and the more you learn yourself and where you are, the more we're learning what it is we need in this new space. And how magical is all of that, right? There's so much magic in forgiving yourself when you need rest because of what is happening energetically in the world, in the universe, right? And that also just goes to show that we are divine beings because of how influenced we are by the celestial energy above us. Um, I also think about awareness, you know? I think when I was feeling my body differently because my responsibilities were different, I don't think I had it down. I don't think I knew what I was doing. I think I was still very much trying to figure out what my body liked. I was living in a state of resistance I wasn't happy. I wasn't sleeping well. I wasn't eating well. You know, I had a great job and I was making great money, but deep down inside, I wasn't fulfilled. And now that my life has changed, I am feeling so happy. And it makes me really want to take care of myself because Mm -hmm. I see the reward. Taking care of myself gets me really great things. I, I feel joy, pleasure, I'm able to enjoy my surroundings. I I feel that I'm surrounded by love. Everything that we affirm, right? Everything that we hope and wish and pray for. That's that's my reality right now. And it feels amazing. Well, 
it's no longer a wish or something that you prayed for. Like, even though we still affirm that because we still have days where, you know, we question it or that something happens that brings us these old feelings where we need that affirmation. But I feel like we are living our affirmations because we, through the times where we weren't and we aspired and we wished to be here, we were training our mind to be in that space already so that when we're actually here, we're able to embrace it and and not do the things that we used to do to kind of push this energy away from us. Because I feel like it, it was always there for us. Yeah, It was the choices we were making that kept us from exactly where we are now. So I want to rewind because you did bring up the moon. So before we get into um, our next topic about our cycles, I think it's important to understand that there are two... I'm, we're bringing up two biological rhythms in nature. So mm-hmm. the first one is the circadian rhythm, which is the one that most of us are familiar with. Um, that's the biological process um, recurring naturally on a 24-hour cycle, even in the absence of um, of light fluctuations, meaning the sun in the sky, right? Even if we see it, if it's dark, if it's light, the sun functions on a 24-hour schedule, right? Regardless of daylight savings time, you know, when the sun comes up, you know, when the sun comes down, it's it's a full, complete circle in 24 hours. This energy is a very rigid, right? Consistent. You always know what the sun is doing. Um, every single day is the same. Masculine energy. And this is what our modern world has been based on. I don't know for how long, but obviously for our entire lives and our existence here, it's been based on a 24-hour cycle, right? I think this goes back to the indigenous tribes of South America, the Mayans, the Aztecs, the Incas, and probably well before that into Africa. But I don't have the facts on that. So don't come for me, y'all. Do your own research. On the flip flip side, we've got... and. Correct me if I'm saying this wrong. Infradian rhythm. I N F R A D I A N. Infradian rhythm. So, this is the biological rhythm of women, right? The definition of this is having a period of recurrence longer than a day, occurring less than once a day. So, unlike the sun, which moves throughout the sky and changes every minute it's doing something different but within the 24-hour cycle right the sun sets the sun rises all the while the moon is doing her own thing too Mm -hmm. but you'll see that she moves differently in the sky and that's when you could tie it into your birth chart if you don't know the time of your birth and only the day you won't get your rising sign because the moon is moving throughout the stars but it's also going through four phases within a 28-day period. And and what does that sound like, right? The phases of the moon and the menstrual cycle are examples of the infradian rhythm. Yep, and the seasons, the four seasons. Yep. The four elements. (laughs) Yep. 
So that is the feminine energy. That's the flexible, inconsistent energy, the energy of the moon, the emotional energy, the sensitive energy. Um, Just really quickly, the four phases of the menstrual cycle. Phase one is menstruation, right? And just like when the moon goes through, we have most commonly, I guess, the new moon and the full moon, right? We manifest with the new moon. We let go with the full moon. Um, There are other things that you can do in between. We can feel the power and the energy of the moon based on the sign that she's in. So when we're menstruating, which is the first day that we begin to bleed, right? And this could vary. This can be like anywhere the average from one to eight days. So everybody's cycle is unique. In that time, our body is asking us to rest, to recharge and to recover, and to connect deeply with our intuition. Mm -hmm. So when we think about rest, it's being still, and we'll talk about stillness in a moment. Um, The second phase, which lasts around seven to 10 days, like I said, it varies from woman to woman, woman to woman, is the follicular phase. And this energy is when we feel it kind of rising. You know, we're feeling more like ourselves. We're becoming a little bit more, um, you know, we're coming out of our cocoon. We don't feel like like we need to nap or we need to rest. The libido is rising, right? We start Mm -hmm. to feel sexier. We start to feel like, Okay, you know, maybe I didn't shower for three days because I had my period and I was feeling horrible, but today is the day I'm going to wash my hair. Um, You know, you start to feel stronger. So maybe if you're looking at movement, like, you know, you start to incorporating like yoga or different exercises that can get you to the next level in your cycle. And at this point, we're also starting to feel very creative. We might feel called to, you know, channel the sacral energy right brainstorming ideas yeah yeah the hormones that are being released are like per we're we're producing i think it's like we're producing the follicles or or something in the utero lining if i'm not correct um don't come for me guys i don't have the notes in front of me but um i feel like it's the hormone that we are releasing that stimulates the ovaries to produce follicles so we're being productive like a lot of our energy comes from our gut so our gut is being productive we feel productive, we feel sexy, we feel like getting our ourself together to vibrate with how our body is feeling. Yes. And I don't know the exact name of the hormones because guys, we aren't doctors, but we are women and we have menstruating bodies. So in a way we are the experts, <laughs> period. <laughs> okay. Um, the next phase is the ovulatory phase which is that's when we really come out of our shells we're feeling sexy we're feeling fierce we're feeling social it's like baddie alert right and this Mm -hmm. stage only lasts one to five days (laughs) but this is you know it may be a short phase the shortest phase but this is when we really start to glow you know this is when people usually compliment you and other people can see it your man notices it's very noticeable um the luteal is the fourth and final stage uh, phase and this is 12 to 15 days like I said it varies from person to person um, this is when we start to feel ourselves winding down and preparing our bodies for menstruation so you may still be active but you may not be doing cardio or like strength training or you may be doing yoga and stretching and other light like activities like walking outside getting grounded walking barefoot getting sun um, and in this time you feel very organized so 
all of that really reminds me of the moon when she's in different signs but tracking the your menstruation like the phases of the moon can really help you to lean into your body right and what your mm-hmm. body is asking of you and what she needs yep. you to do for herself so that she can perform at her best and you know briefly Jackson and I talked about how for most of our lives as menstruating women um we've we've been in tune to that but we've been made mm-hmm. to feel like I mean you know Jax, why don't you tell your stories? Because yes. I just feel like I'm you're not the only one. Always from the very first. So, my very first time I got my period, I was in fifth grade, and it was on the night before we were going back to school from Christmas vacation. So, I was up like I don't want to go to school. Like I'm dying. I don't want to go to school. Like, and every time after that, I've never felt as if I needed to be functioning when my body was going through this cycle. I've always wanted to be resting. I've always felt like I needed to lay down and just rest and not do anything and not move as much. But society, our families, you know, people around us make us feel guilty for that. It's like, oh, you get that every month. Like you should know how to, you know, move through that. You have things you need to do, so keep going when really, the moon, our body, just like the moon, our body needs rest, you know? Our body is literally calling for us to rest during that stage so that what's happening internally is able to pass the way that it should be and we're not exuding the little bit of energy that we have doing work, doing, you know, having to be present. I remember being in school, you know, just cramping so bad and like, wanting to cry because it's like the teacher just sounded so loud you know and I just wanted to be in my bed you know and it it probably wasn't even that the teacher was talking loud but it was like they'd be screaming at me or having to go to cheerleading practice and throw girls past my size in the air and catch them while I'm like dying on the inside is like it's, it's almost barbaric, I feel like, you know, and, and we continued to push ourselves and we were always made to feel guilty for wanting to care for our bodies. And I'm so, so abundantly grateful. We talk about abundance in all forms. To me, being able to rest when my cycle comes and give myself what I've known my body has always needed intuitively is abundance me that is abundance because like you just you kept reminding me what we do during this time sets us up for the whole month like what we do during that time sets us up for what we're doing how productive we are how we feel what we do and that's the same thing with like the new moons and the full moon (laughs) you know it's like the same exact thing so I am just glad that it's a different space and if you have the chance ladies to be able to put in the days to take time for yourself if you are working to be home and give yourself if it's just the the first two days I know for me it's the first two days are the worst the first two days to rest to give your body what it it is that you need do it and forgive yourself for not doing it before and forgive yourself for feeling guilty for wanting to do it now because you deserve rest 
your body is literally screaming rest we don't have to be robots we don't have to feel guilty we deserve to feel what our body is going through it's the way we were created it is a part of our purpose it is a part of who we are it is a part of why we are here wow so what, if, what about you like i i know you <clears throat> you same because we 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 yeah. come from the same place you know like same type of morals same religious beliefs and backgrounds so i know for you it was the same i want to say that we got our period around the same time i was also in 5th grade and i was practicing um in choir before the i guess winter concert Mm, wow. It, it, yeah, it may have I don't think it was spring because then the year would have ended soon after that, like school year, but I remember what I was wearing. I had overalls on and a white t-shirt and I was standing next to one of our friends. Shout out to Nadia Harris. <laughs> <laughs> and I was cramping so hard in the middle of choir choir like singing. Um and I kept saying to Nadia, I was like, I am in so much pain. I don't know what's happening. I'm in so much pain. I've never felt this. And nobody prepares you. For, at least nobody prepared me for that. Nobody told me how painful that moment was going to be. Nobody told me, you know, what would happen to your body. No one even gave me the opportunity to rest. And I feel like so many women go through this life-changing moment and it's not recognized. We're just expected to keep living life as normal, not realizing what that moment even means for us. You know, to go from a girl to a woman, not how society sees you, but how your body is changing. That's a that's a big deal and I think to do it alone for it not to be talked about is really doing a disservice to a lot of women because what now at 35 I don't have children yet I don't even have a man yet like I'm still just figuring this out about my body now what the hell you know um but I still am happy to learn it early enough but I think about in my adult years how I treated or mistreated myself you know I never took time off for my period and I didn't realize that it was even something I should do, you know, because mm-hmm. everybody gets it. Well, uh, you know, some people don't, but in general, like women get it. It's not just a unique thing to me. Um, you know, we get our periods, it's known, but I think there's a certain like tenderness that's missing from the whole experience you know to see now that there's information out there saying when you rest while you're menstruating it literally affects your energy for the entire month for the entire duration of your cycle the 28 days um during this time we're supposed to be deeply connecting with our intuition like all of us Mm -hmm. are wondering like I i get questions and you know mostly from women like how do i tap in how do i this is how you tap yeah. in this right. is this is the answer tap into yeah. you as a complete energetic being you being a mind body soul and spirit you not just being the physical meat sack 
right? You being the spiritual energy, the emotional body inside of this meat sack that needs TLC, that needs the care, that needs the love. We're not taught that, you know? I feel like we're giving ourselves the opportunity to feel amazing, to live our best lives, not just emotionally, but also physically because of tea time, because of the podcast, because of talking openly about this. We are our own advocates, you know? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I actually, you know, you saying that had me thinking about when I first got my cycle and you saying that we need to be connected to our womb, connected to our intuition. It was in those years and it was always around the time that I was cycling that I would like predict something and somebody would call me crazy. But also my period was not um, like it was not cycling every month. If I got my period twice a year, I want to say from the time I was like 13 till 19, it was a lot like. I don't know what it was. They said that my testosterone levels were low, but I know it was all of the unforgiveness that I was holding on to. Now I know that that's what it was. And like letting go of so much trauma and growing, like my daughters healed me in so much of a way that even after giving birth to them, my cycle started regulating more often. And with my first daughter, (laughs) to be honest, I didn't find out I was pregnant with her until I was six months pregnant because to not have a period was normal to me. Oh, so I wasn't wow. getting a period. It's like, whatever. Literally found out in the shower. I was washing and she kicked me and I was like, what the fuck? What? It was like an alien. Like, it was like an alien. I felt like, what is happening to me? But intuitively, I knew what was up. Like, in that moment, I saw my body. Like, I saw the baby. Before that, I didn't. But after she kicked it, I knew exactly what it was. But, you know, after having her and having this this love that I felt healed me so much so that I want to say it took me longer than the eight weeks to start cycling normally after I had her. But starting to embrace motherhood, I want to say by the time she turned one, I, for the first time in my life, had a full year of experiencing cycles that came and the more stress I got, the more my cycle would fluctuate, the more I healed, the more I understand myself now. I understand my cycle. I understand what I need. I understand what my body's doing. Like I was never one who could tell dehydration. I was never one who could tell rest. We talk about hunger all the time. Like I would know that I was hungry, but I would also know what to do to push through the hunger to make myself think I wasn't hungry anymore so that I could keep going like, And with our cycle, we've always been pushed to continue going, you know, and and do opposite of what we know we need. And the more you tap into your body, your women, especially your body, your cycle, get in tune with your womb, your gut, you're in tune with you and what you need to do and what it is your body needs to help you keep going. Wow. Wow. That was a lot, right? That was tremendous, Jax. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's bigger than a gem? Because you just dropped it. Like <laughs> a boulder. <laughs> like I, I oh, these are the crown jewels you're dropping or something. Um 
I don't even know what to say. You know, I have not been blessed with that experience yet, but to be so young and to have all of these changes in your body, I just think about, you know, what your support system may have looked like or didn't look like. Um, I was my support system. I mean, I had my grandmother. I had my grandmother who was like a driving force for me. Um, who was a lot of my strength like a lot of her words carried me Um, but as far as like physical support um, letting being led to know that everything was going to be okay like I was my support and after having the baby and like now being in a space where she's 16 going on 17 and I've been working through healing so we've kind of been healing together in releasing um, the layers of forgiveness for myself, I realized that I leaned on her because I didn't have anybody. And now she's this child who puts everyone and everything before herself. And I, we, we work on this all the time because I, I'm trying to teach her not to do that and trying to let her know that part of that was me, you know, doing the best that I could at the time when she was younger. Like, she was my best friend, although she couldn't respond to me. A lot of the things that I was dealing with, I would talk to her, you know, breastfeeding her Mm. or feeding her or when she could talk. Like, this little girl, we have recordings of her at, like, two going on three, talking about the moon and the earth and her imaginary friend, Annie Marcel, and just being so smart and talking about the colors. Like she used to talk about maybe seeing light codes. I feel like now what I know now, she's seeing light codes then. And like, yeah, she, she was literally like a big part of my healing because she poured into me what I had felt that I was missing, but I didn't know how to receive it, you know? And then having my little one unlocked it because she came in wailing screaming like yeah you're gonna you're gonna hear me like and you're gonna heal yourself because i'm a spitting image like not even how she looks she looks like dad but energy wise that fire that sad she like is me on 10 and it was almost like you kind of gotta like take a breath so I'm tying this all back into my womb and my intuition, cycling with my womb, learning myself and how important it is to be in tune with my body allowed me to be in tune with my mistakes, to be able to have these conversations with them so that they're not my age trying to heal from things that I did to them or that I won't admit to or be accountable for. Like I'm still struggling with to this day, you know, but I didn't. I didn't have the support. I was my support, like my kids and um, Sean, like their dad. We we literally, you know, when they say like got it out the mud, like literally got it out the mud together. And the four of us, like the four of us have been through so much. Um, But it's just beautiful that now we can be the support for each other that we didn't have and we're open to receiving the support but because I had to be that for me I want to say since I was like 
<laughs> maybe four I had to be the adult for myself when I started realizing between four and six that I started realizing that I couldn't trust any adults around me um that I had to be that for me uh and having to reparent myself now as an adult is part of healing my womb like all of that stuff that I held on to has been held in there and it makes sense why I didn't have a a normal cycle growing up in my teen years when you know it starts fresh I should be you know cycling normally you know doing what I'm supposed to do and it all it all makes sense it was all a part of my healing that's where I held everything because it was my power that was taken from me. I was always made to feel crazy for trusting my intuition. So I kind of like wrote my intuition off, which is kind of why I wrote my period off. And the more I got in tune with me and loving myself and forgiving myself and pouring into me, it all kind of came full circle. Now, had I known about things like Yoni steaming, and right. crystals right, right, right. and you know stuff like that back then um it would probably have been a lot easier but I know these things now and it's making the process a lot simpler and knowing that I'm not the only woman like there's so many women like me who had to be their own support system like literally in the I had c-section for both of them it was literally just me and Sean like it wasn't until after the baby was born that they came to visit the baby but me myself I didn't have support like <laughs> we that that's for a whole nother episode because yeah. um the things that I had to do to be my support system was totally opposite of the way that I was raised you know like but I had to I had to do what I had to do and <clears throat> You know, it was it, it was difficult, but it was a stepping stone to get to where I am now. Cause, whoo, baby, those days I didn't know how I was gonna get here. I didn't literally holding Anaya for the first time. I'm 19 years old. I had a C-section. I hadn't seen my baby because the drugs they had me on had me so away from where I was. I kept trying to like get off the table. Like I couldn't. I was so numb, literally, physically, that I couldn't feel myself breathe, so I was tripping. So they had to put me to sleep. So her birth was like a dream, and she was born for hours, and I hadn't seen her, and I remember, like, where's my baby? Like, take me to my baby. And they took me from the operating floor, like the labor and delivery floor, down to where the nursery was, and I remember getting off the elevator and hearing her cry, like, I knew that was her. I looked at the nurse and I'm like, that's my baby. And I remember holding her and not knowing how the hell I was going to move forward and like make a life with this child and have this life depend on me. I didn't know how. And she just recently made it to 16. We made it to 16. And that was a big birthday for me because at 16, like I was on my own. Like I was doing crazy things to I was surviving because my mom kicked me out at 15 so to have her at 16 at home with her family both of her parents together where she's safe where she has you know parents who understand her 
who want to talk to her who you know we yeah we made mistakes but we owned them like it was just like I could see the generational curses like being broken in front of me and it's like I didn't know how I was going to get here but baby we made it like what (laughs) I was so this birthday was amazing it's sweet 16 it was happy birthday yeah (laughs) Yeah. that's really beautiful um I'm just so touched and moved by that story Jackie because you're a force you're fierce you're smart you're intelligent you are doing the work you've been doing the work and you're here and I feel like although we disconnected for a good part of our young adulthood like now that we're together again you know as friends as women you know you're using all of these struggles as ammo this is your fuel this is your power and you're finally stepping into this divine feminine energy it's 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 goddess energy all the way it's beautiful yeah yeah i just want all beautiful things around me and i know the more that I pour these beautiful things into myself and the collective, you know, like, and when I mean beautiful things, I don't mean like, you know, mansions and gold, because there was once a time that that's what I wanted, but I mean like beautiful herbs and loving animals and high vibrations. And I feel like the more you tune into you, into your gut, into your body, man or woman, but women especially because we feel you guys let's be real okay i know we've been talking a lot i've been sharing a lot of my story we've been giving you a lot of knowledge but we we need a potty break so we are going to split this episode into two episodes and we're gonna go take a little break get ourselves together drink some water and we will back be back with part two of this episode for you guys So catch us part two. We will give you the collective energy reading. We will give you the goddess mantra Mm -hmm. and we will give you affirmations, but we're going to talk to a little bit more about womb healing and using the moon Mm -hmm. during your cycle. So stay tuned. We love you. Thanks for joining us today. We'll see you in a little bit. Yes. Love you. let's get into it hi guys hi tribe welcome back we're back for part two of our rest and the moon episode thank you for joining us again really special day bonus episodes on bonus episodes for you i'm vicky lee here with my girl Jax, divine and aligned and we are Yes, we are ready. We are here. We are a goddess's guide to self-love. Um, Jack left off talking about her experience as a mom with her first child and how having two girls has helped her to heal. Again, all I'm hearing is sacral vibes energy, right? The divine feminine, the connection to the sacral chakra, um, which is flow, water, death, rebirth, transformation, creativity, sensuality, joy. And we're still very much in Scorpio season. So these vibes are definitely a reoccurring theme for a lot of us with the month that we're in. Um, I think you were talking a little bit about how you heal through your role as a mother, but what else do you do to heal? Let's just get right into it. So um, a lot of journaling, 
a lot of reflection, but I love, you guys know the gem tribe. You guys have seen my love of herbs and I just love the energy that herbs bring you, the healing that herbs bring you, the magic that each herb has in itself. One of my favorite things to do, focusing on healing my wounds and getting in tune with my womb and and sacral energy is yoni steaming and this is something that i came across in 2018 but didn't try myself for the first time until 2020 and when i tell you i've saw seen such a change with my cycle i know exactly when it's coming i can feel my body kind of making that shift towards it like there's certain indications like a tightness in my lower back or um, I've seen what babe has noticed is my PMS is not as bad. I used to be on a rampage when my period came. I was very mean and um, very short and agitated. And I, I would like snap at the instant of anything. And with Yoni steaming, I try to do it at least twice a month um, if I'm able to. So I'm usually bleeding with the new moon. So I will do it about a week after and then a week after the full moon um and just to keep you know everything how it's supposed to go down there now i just want to talk about some of the herbs if you guys do your research you can add whatever herbs that you want to your yoni steam that will help with your yoni and what your yoni is is just another term uh, or uh, an energy point word for our uterus our womb our intuition um, but some herbs that are great to have in your yoni steam and just what yoni steaming is is basically like a facial for your vagina and we use it and it's been used for from our ancestors for ancient times to cleanse the vagina and the uterus it's also used to help regulate with menstruations easing of cramps um, any bloating also to help fight infections bacteria diseases um, in the womb and the urinary tract area. So some good herbs are mugwort. You would use the mugwort because that would help to fight infection. It has antimicrobial properties, antifungal properties. It helps to balance our female hormones and stimulate the production of, of our divine feminine energy hormones that we have. They help to maintain our uterine health and they can help aid um, from us experiencing and fight against ulcers and tumors and also to stimulate our mental our, our menstrual discharge so that we can have an ease of cramping so it's not so much contraction happening so that we are feeling like we're dying with these cramps I have seen so much of that um, helping me where don't get me wrong the they're still uncomfortable but I used to have like two and a half three days of like just really 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 bad cramps and now it's just the first day it's just the first day of it and normally the next day I still feel it but I'm able to move more and feel better and it's not just like so bad my symptoms were always like tenderness in my breast I would get nausea I would get headaches um a lot of bloating a lot of heavy cramping and I've seen using the yoni steaming and making sure around the time that I know I'm about to have my cycle drinking red raspberry tea which is for helping to tone the uterine muscles and overall women's health 
um, is been helping me with all of these symptoms. They're not as bad. I still get them, but they're not as bad. They're not to the point where it's like, I can't feel like I do anything. Um, another good herb to use is wormwood. Wormwood helps to cleanse the vagina and the uterus. It also helps to regulate menstruation. Chamomile, um, it helps to balance any odors or fight against infections or any swelling if there is any down there, reducing inflammation. Calendula is another great one, which soothes and aids in the healing of any scar tissue. So if you have birth children or if you have any had any cesarean sections or any type of procedures done in your womb area, this helps with that, any vaginal tears, or if you suffer from hemorrhoids or yeast infections, calendula is a great herb to add to your yoni steams. Basil is great also for helping with the cramps, also to help to tone and strengthen our our uterus and vaginal walls. Oregano is also a great one. Um, it's specifically good for aiding in the reduction of the cramps. It also helps with UTIs. Um, it's an antimicrobial. So all of these herbs together, I like to add rose to mine, you know, just for love of my womb. Some lavender, you know, for calmness and tranquility down there. You know, you can add, just look up what the herbs are and what they do. Um, but my favorite one out of those that I mentioned is the red raspberry um, because I use it in the yoni steam as well as drinking it as a tea. And basically what that does is the tea itself on top of me steaming helps to get my uterus lined with the muscles. So just like any muscle, when you work out, it gets stronger. So me using the red raspberry tea helps to build up the muscles in the uterus to help strengthen my tissues so that my symptoms aren't as bad. Um, and also it, reg it regulates your period. Um, it eases on the cramps. It helps with the nausea and the mood swings. So that plays a big part in what my family has been seeing around that time. Um, the more that I get in tune with the, my womb, the more I'm in tune with my emotions, the more I'm in tune with what's happening. And I can, you know, tell that why I'm feeling short is not because of something that they have done or said. It's just really how I'm feeling inside. But red raspberry is also a great astringent. Again, I said it helps to strengthen the tissues. It also smooths out the tissues. Um, it helps with uterine help. It helps to release the PMS symptoms and can make your periods less painful. If you are looking to boost your fertility, it helps to boost your fertility and also helps to prepare your body for pregnancy. It can be taken during pregnancy and when it is taken, it's usually towards the end of the pregnancy when you're getting ready for labor. It helps to, it's known to help shorten the duration of labor. Um, so that's a helpful hint for some ladies out there if you're working with a doula or want to do an at-home birth or something like that. And also after birth, women continue to take it um, as a part of their routine because it helps to boost the breast milk production um, or if it's not yet complete, it helps to complete the process of, you know, making milk and providing it for the baby. It also helps to fight against any birth complications, you know, with the uterus. It helps to bring it back down to its normal size. Um, you can use it in a bath. You can drink it as a tea. You can steam with it. I mean, you can do all kinds of things with red raspberry leaf. 
it is amazing. And also for those of us who, I'm not there yet, but if there's anyone who's listening, who is going into like any premenopause or any ladies that are older who are dealing with this, this does help with transitioning into this. It's cooling nature, it's supposed to help with hot flashes and balances with the fluctuation in the hormones that it causes and it also can help with vaginal dryness and boost um low libido so those are some of my tips that I do and I know you got some crystals for us yes I do (laughs) yes I do you already know I got the crystals lined up and ready to go Um, I just want to add because although I have a yoni, I didn't understand the the word or the definition. So I did have to look it up. So if there's anyone out there like me, I am the definition of a yoni, according to Merriam-Webster, shout out to the dictionary, is a stylized (laughs) representation of the female genitalia that in Hinduism is a sign of generative power that symbolizes the goddess of Shakti. And Shakti in Hinduism is the female principle of divine energy. So the supreme deity of divine feminine wisdom. Uh, Yoni is a Sanskrit word that literally means the womb. And the womb means the source. So when we say source, energy, womb, yoni, divine feminine, we're talking all about the same things. These are the female organs of generation, of reproduction. This is the sacral chakra energy. This is the area of flow, of creativity, of joy, of pleasure, of transformation. This is big goddess energy. And that little four little word, yoni, is big goddess energy. Um, And really quickly, because I've only started yoni steaming very, very recently within like hasn't even been two months and I've only done two but I noticed a change right away in my cycle um I just want to rewind a little bit when did you say you yoni steam I started yoni steaming in 2020 I found out about it in 2018 and knew all of the things but never steamed until 2020 what actually led me to it was um I shared this on tea time um, that I had an abortion um, in 2019 and my cycle I guess the trauma from experiencing that my, my cycle was weird I, it wasn't it was coming every month but it wasn't normal and I was like I have to do something there's something that I have to do and not putting two and two together with the trauma I tapped into the yoni scheme and that helped to get everything back on track Mm. So is there a certain time of the month that you do this that you prefer that's more favorable that you see better results or I know you mentioned well, you said a week after I'm just yeah. So when I first started I wasn't cycling with the full or the new moon it was actually like the waxing time mm. so I was able to do it with the new and the full moon and do it like as a ritual uh, along with okay. that and all Got of that it. so I started that way But when I started bleeding with the new moon, I mean, it wasn't possible for me to do it. So I would wait until a week after I have my cycle. And then I was trying to do it with the full moon, but I was reading like doing it too close um, could be too much. So to at least have like that two week, like in between the new and the full moon to let your body rest and let what you did put in absorb into your uterus. Mm. So I'll, I'll wait until the week after um, the full moon and I'll try to do it on that same day 
that the full moon was the week so if the full moon was on a Wednesday the week before I'll do it on the Wednesday of that next week just to like try to capture some of that energy even though it's not right. the same energy but um, that's how I've been doing it recently so just twice a month and it's just I try to work it around my cycle I try to make sure that I'm doing one before my cycle comes and giving at least a week in between that time to let everything soak in and get in there and release and recharge whatever it needs to so when my cycle comes it's easier and then I do it again after my cycle just to you know remove and release anything that didn't get out the way that it was needed to or anything like that any infection or anything like that that could have started for that to help release that amazing so before I get into the crystals I do want to bring this up because have you ever heard of full moon sickness I haven't okay so let me the, we're we're getting we're getting to something here you're unlocking some things and I'm about to drop some gems on y'all okay okay <laughs> so there's <laughs> there is a correlation between the full moon and parasites within our body so it is said that up to 60% of adults in the U.S. may have parasites. And oftentimes during the full moon, people experience what they call full moon sickness. And believe it or not, it's quite common. Um, it's probably easier detected in people who are chronically ill versus people who are healthy. But still, during the full moon, if you notice, you know, people always say, like, I think about working in retail. Oh, the customers are acting crazy. It must be a full moon. There is literally something inside of us that the full moon affects. So during the full moon, some of us may have digestive issues. Some of us may have unexplained weight loss or weight gain, brain fog fatigue, weakness, changes in appetites, insomnia, or on the flip side, all we may be doing is sleeping and resting, anxiety, depression, headaches, dehydration, chronic pain, skin problems, anemia. That all sounds to me like the menstrual experience, like the actual, mm -hmm. right? So yeah. hear me out. You just named a bunch of herbs that have antimicrobial, antiviral, antibacterial um, properties that also helps to alleviate the full moon sickness. So I think there's a way that you can utilize these herbs and yoni steaming to combat whatever is naturally occurring in our body because of where the moon is in the sky and what, um, how full the moon is. Like this will help to alleviate not just any premenstrual or menstrual sy symptoms, but also it helps when your lower chakras are balanced, when your sacral chakra is balanced, your root chakra, it allows the other chakras to start to come into alignment. So earlier we talked about setting ourselves up for success for the rest of the month by resting during our menstrual cycle. I think it would be wise to incorporate a yoni steam during your menstrual cycle because this helps to um, eliminate any any issues you may be having because of what the full moon is doing to our body. The parasites actually wake up in our body during that time. Guys, I'm not a doctor, I'm not an expert. This is just knowledge um, that I have stored in the mental Rolodex up here. But okay. I think it's, if you haven't tried yoni steaming, try it out because I did not try it because I was suffering with my periods. Um, my periods are pretty much pain-free. I only bleed from one to three days. It's been that way my entire life. Um, I don't really have cramping, but what was really fucking me up <laughs> was the PMDD the two weeks before I bled. 
So just the shift in hormones and dysregulation of my nervous system and my mood, I was feeling all of the feels during this time from rage to anger to jealousy, resentment, bitterment, like every low vibrational emotion you can think of is what I was experiencing. And it was not, it was interrupting my life. It was so bad that it was preventing me from living my best life, growing my business, from healing my ankle. You know, I think about when I was working, how my mood would be, you know, just just different. I wear my emotions on my sleeves so other people would suffer because I wasn't allowing myself to rest. I wasn't honoring my moon cycle. Um, but then I noticed once I started yoni steaming, so for the past two months, so one for each period, the last two periods, I haven't had any extreme PMDD, PMS symptoms. Um, my mood has been very chill and relaxed and I'm actually able to feel more secure. It's like I'm redeveloping my relationship with my period now and I'm actually able to understand her more. And this last new moon that I bled with, which was really only of days, my period was actually three days long, which was the longest that it's been in a while. But I noticed the coloring of the blood. Trigger warning: we're talking about blood and vaginas. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I I noticed how red. You know, I know that means there's iron in the blood. You're hydrated, and all these other things. But I noticed how red and flowing it was. It was releasing. It was free rather than just like a slow dribble out of a faucet. And I'm glad I, you mentioned that. I'm glad you mentioned that because that's what made me initially start it when I said I had the abortion and my periods were weird. It was, I wasn't like actually bleeding. It was like this brown. Yes, almost, like you're congested. Like, yeah, like a mucus type of mm -hmm. thing. And so I didn't say this, but I tried the Yoni Pearls first before I steamed. And the reason why I didn't mention it is because it's, it's a little... It's a little trigger graphic. warning, trigger warning. Yeah. <laughs> it's a little graphic, but basically what you do is you, you insert these pearls into your vagina and it sits in there almost like a tampon and you can wear them for as long as 24 hours to 72 hours. And so um, you can wear up to two at a time. The first time I did it, I wore only one and like I had never done any type of womb cleansing ever in my life so i had been on all kinds of hormones to try to regulate my period when i was younger i used tampons i used pads i you know was you know just putting things in my body that i didn't know what i was doing it was just right so doing the pearls what it does is it has most of the herbs that are in a yoni theme kind of like in a cheesecloth and you insert it and what that does it just sits in there and like draws out all of the gunk that's in there that shouldn't be in there any uteral lining that didn't remove itself when it was supposed to anything from pregnancy that is still in there um you know just any type of bacteria or anything from tampons and stuff like that and when I tell you it wasn't much when I pulled it out there was like some slime that was connected to it which was because I immediately texted the girl like, what is this? What is happening to my body? This is scary. And um, she said that that was uteral lining. She was like, have I ever done it before? And she explained to me, think about the years of buildup that you have had. And it was almost like the best way that I can describe it. It was almost like losing my mucus plug when I was pregnant. It was like this 
I peed out this clunk of just like dried up blood, like uh, like yeast, like lining, um, and it it brought on my period the first time I did it, and ever since then my period, like you said, like the blood was brighter it was like a bright red it wasn't brown it even smelled different prior to me doing that like a period doesn't smell well because like blood doesn't smell good but before I started intentionally cleansing my womb my period was not a nice smell and not that it's a nice smell now but it, it wasn't like the death that I was smelling before so overall um, it does help and you don't know how much we hold you you don't know what you hold in your womb until you start working on it and releasing some of that and you start to see like where in your life that held you back or had you making decisions that you shouldn't have made or, or whatever the case may be it's, it's 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 a tool that most women don't we don't know how to use we talk about women's intuition all the time but some of us don't use it to the best of our ability and doing things like yoni steaming the pearls meditating with you know the intention to open up that sacral you know tapping into that divine feminine energy all of these things help with raising the vibration and opening that up and getting in tune with you and using the most powerful tool that you have that is you and if you listen to the first part of this two-part episode series rest in the moon we talked about for the last two days the moon sign being in capricorn which challenges us to focus on rest and self-care because that's productivity and when you are resting because of the moon because of what sign it's in because it's your day off because you're menstruating for whatever reason you're resting that is when you are most productive and that is when you are most powerful because you are truly able to tap in to your intuition. So if you remember from part one, we talked about what you should be doing during the menstruation stage when you're actually bleeding, you're supposed to be resting and tapping into your intuition. So honoring the stillness through meditation, you're still when you're yoni steaming, right? You can't move. You're literally hovering over a pot or a throne or whatever you have of hot water. So you're, you're forced to be still but there's so much beauty in these experiences because that's when the sacral chakra starts to bloom, right? That's when the thoughts start to flow in. Um, I just had a kind of conversation with my mother um, who, who called to tell me that she was having all of these thoughts flow in and instead of her just thinking it was her crazy ideas or erasing imagination, she's learning to differentiate her own thoughts versus messages from spirits and the downloads that we get. Wow. So yeah like talk about growth i'm so proud of her i'm just like this is this is breaking general curses like when your mom is tapping in you know this is how we raise the vibration of the planet and i just want to rewind because jackson and i dropped a quickie bonus episode too so this is like a three-part series that y'all are getting today um we talked a little bit about how the pandemic through the perception that we have now, through the filters that we are able to see the world, we are understanding that in the chaos and in the destruction and in the death that we've all experienced over the past two years, there is a blessing and there's so much good that came out of it because many of us were fortunate enough 
Now we can say it's a blessing. I think when it was happening, we were like, what's going on? But <laughs> so many of us, so many of us got to be still. So many of yeah. us, you know, I, I'm, I'm talking about the women right now, right? I'm sorry, guys. Like, y'all, you gotta, you gotta get your own episode or something. But we got to be still and we've got to learn about our bodies and how we are an emotional being, right? A spiritual being. We are an, an earthly being and all of the human things that come along with the meat sack. Like, we got to tap in to so much of the divine power within us because we weren't being pulled in 95,000 directions. Some of us who were working full time, the offices shut down, the malls were closed. A lot of us were home readjusting to our new life being at home. Some of us were working from home. Some of us weren't working at all. But in that time, a lot of us were able to get in touch with the divine feminine. And that's why we see this shift now in the way the world is working. I mean, I'm sure if you follow any, you know, I'm using this in air quotes, spiritual influencer on Instagram, you see them talking about the divine feminine being called into power. You see them talking about down with the patriarchy. And to break it down for you real quick, patriarchy and matriarchy are two forms of social systems between there's a key difference that can be identified. So in a patriarchal system is a social system in which the father or the man is the head of the household. This could be your individual home, your community, that of a nation or the world, right? On the other hand, the matriarchal system is a social system which is the, the mother is the head of the household. And again, household meeting, yes, your actual dwelling, your family, the people you interact with, but also your community, your nation, and globally. And because of honoring what the divine feminine needs, right? Being still so that we can be nurturing, so that we can be loving, so that we can take care of everyone around us, so that we can be soft, but also very powerful because there's balance in everything. We are able to feel amazing. And then that causes this ripple effect where other people are able to tap into the divine feminine and we're able to cultivate these divine feminine traits yeah. you know that and that exactly that's the shift that we're feeling now because with the divine em- energy comes the shadow work comes the inner work comes the spiritual awakening comes the self-healing comes the remembering that we are divine beings we are in fact gods and goddesses and we had the chance to reconnect with our authentic self with all of the chaos in the world because the masculine energy took over, right? There's no denying it, that is just facts, that's just what happened. We are able to restore the natural balance by bringing the feminine energy into light, into the reality, right? And it's not that we want to take over, it's a shift, it's the throne. What we're calling for is balance and alignment. And a lot of us are doing that through healing this the center of divine feminine energy within our body, which is the sacral chakra, which cannot be tapped into unless you are listening to your body, unless you are listening to your intuition. So again, rest is productivity because look at the domino effect that it has on the world. It's incredible. Okay. okay. Period. Who run the world? Girls. I can't sing, but I'm trying. <laughs> I was doing a little shimmy when I said girls. Oh. 
We are so powerful. We are we are the highest, most inspiring and truest expression of femininity when we stand together, when we are here for each other, the support system we talked about, right? Fine. Maybe we didn't have it at different times of our lives, right? When we got our first periods, when we had our first babies, when we got locked up and all the crazy shit we talk about on Tea Time. But now we get to change the narrative and we're stronger in numbers. The collective is here. And I know all of you listening, you wouldn't be listening if you were not doing the work. So we got work to do, ladies, but I'm telling you, it is greener on the other side. It is beautiful and it is amazing. And life is really, really good. Yeah, it is. I think we should get into this energy reading, y'all, because <laughs> I know Jack's got she got the cards pulled, she she got the yes, gems yes. to drop. We're we're we're, right. we're ready. We're ready. So this week, Spirit is saying that forgiveness is freedom. It is. It's forgiving yourself uh, for everything, like we talked about, not resting or whatever, for holding on to things. It's freedom. So the cards that came out were untangling neglect, resolving anger, change, worry, purpose in the reverse, discipline with affirmation card stating today I will think about all that I am instead of all that I am not. So conflict is a reminder that you need more space for yourself. As you resolve these conflicts or anger, you will start to see that these emotional responses have been indications of transformation in your life. And you are then able to find the time that you need to be both rested and productive. Like Vicky said, wow. rest is productivity. So conflict resolution brings the understanding and the forgiveness needed to move forward in a productive way. This week, our focus is going to be taking the time to forgive yourself and to give yourself the approval that you desire. Let go of worry. Let go of fear. Let go of unforgiveness. It's time to understand that nothing can grow or evolve without change or movement. So be disciplined with your growth and your self-care. Give yourself radical self-care and know that you can accomplish whatever you set your mind to. This includes your self-care, rest, forgiveness, and any other thing that you can think of in this moment. You're here at this very point in your life because this is what you chose. Embrace the change. With change comes transformation. With transformation comes forgiveness. And with forgiveness, comes freedom and you deserve to be free from everything that holds you back and keeps you from seeing all that you are you deserve baby we deserve okay gems dropped gems dropped and i want to let you guys know that although jacks and i do discuss before the episode i she never reveals to me the energy reading before the episode so talk about alignment Okay. Rest, rest is productivity. <laughs> We're gonna have a million mantras for this episode because rest is productivity. 
Um, before I get into the affirmations, I don't want to forget to give you the list of crystals that you need to tap in your to your divine feminine energy because some of them you may have. And if you don't, I may have some of them in my shop if you want to purchase. So don't forget, I do sell Reiki attuned crystals, which amplifies the healing properties. Um, some of these you may be familiar with, some of them not so much. But number one, which is a no brainer, we've got selenite. Selenite. Okay. Yes. I mean, this energy is purifying. This is a true energy cleanser and a crystal amplifier. It works to cleanse other crystals, your own energy, your aura, your emotional body, your spiritual body, and that of your home. Um, there's so many benefits, but basically it it awakens your inner goddess to give you control over your emotions so that you can harness those into power into action so this kind of promotes the masculine and feminine balance within our body so that we experience this harmonious peace over our feelings um it's just a must-have in any crystal collection also named after the moon so the connection with the feminine energy and the moon you also have carnelian which is red, sometimes red-orange, which is for the root and sacral chakra healing. So sacral chakra, which is our womb space, our source, carnelian helps us with any physical symptoms like PMS, like sexual blockages, even lower back pain. So this one gives us the power to feel our best in our physical body so that we are able to tap into our intuition. I have rose quartz because, duh, she's the queen. She is associated with unconditional love and femininity. I mean, she's pink. If you've seen a pink crystal, it is most likely rose quartz. No one is a stranger to this. And if you are, get you some rose quartz from Sister Soul Healing, okay? Please do. Um, Moonstone is also another amazing crystal because this one also inspires us to connect to our feminine energy and to the energy of the moon. This is perfect for elevating your psychic abilities and connecting you again to your intuition. It helps you figure out your life path. Um, it helps you also connect with other people who are on their spiritual journey to really boost the collective energy of the divine feminine experience. It's a very mystical stone. Um, it helps to guide you through tough times. And if you're lucky, you can get a piece of moonstone with black tourmaline in it, which is a very protective stone, which absorbs negative energy. So most of the time you'll see those two together. Um, and this one, which is also a new crystal for my personal collection, has a ton of ben benefits. Um, I think they're still discovering benefits about this crystal. It's an insane blue color. You've seen it on my stories if you follow me, Crystal Cola. I didn't know this. I had to actually look this up. Um, this is new knowledge for me, but it is known as the Goddess Stone. This oh. one helps embrace, helps us to embrace the divine feminine energy through self-expression, empowerment, education, and strong communication because it actually is associated with the heart chakra and the throat chakra. Also helps if you have a sore throat or any sinus issues going on. Just saying you want to cop this because winter is coming. But Persicola okay. yeah. is known as the goddess stone. It is the stone to have if you are tapping into your feminine energy. This blue color of Corsicola reminds me of the ocean that you see in your dreams or when you're browsing through a vacation catalog. It is so delicious and gemmy and blue. 
that it reminds me of the ocean, the sea, and the stone really embodies the sea of emotions that are within us as the divine feminine. I just Don't pulled get... up a picture of it. Oh, and you it need it. It reminds me of paradise. So I pulled up a picture yes. of it because I was told that that was a great stone to have for Aries, and I bought a piece. And it's somewhere. I don't even know where it is, but I haven't used it. And you Girl, get you another one. Get yes. you another one. From Sister Soul Healing. <laughs> I need. I need. <laughs> they are waiting for you. The crystals are here. But guys, don't get it twisted. Like when we say divine feminine energy, we're not specifically talking about females or people who identify as women. Like all of us have both divine masculine and divine feminine energy in us but it's this imbalance that throws off um you know the natural state of the world or your own physical body while you may have suffering inside or illness or ailments or emotional trouble so right now we see the state of the world with the masculine um energy the patriarchy you know in charge but what the time from the pandemic and being able to relax and be still and to rest gives us is the ability to tap into our intuition everybody gets to do that not just menstruating women everybody gets to enjoy their stillness their thoughts talk to god pray talk to spirit get closer in their spirituality or their religion whatever it is that you choose to practice and however you identify god creator source the universe everyone benefits from this so although we're talking about divine feminine and uh, goddess energy it's not limited to only women so these are stones that you can incorporate as a man into your life if you're trying to be softer or more nurturing and i don't mean soft like you know i guess the street way of thinking like ah now nah, you're soft no that's not what i'm saying i just mean being a good listener being attentive to your partner to your children what does yours what does your self-care look like what does your diet look like these are all things that are um, the embodiment of feminine energy which we all do have um jack's uh so aligned because i got affirmations for y'all so if you guys still have your pen and papers out i'm going to read to you what i've written down for affirmations and it totally matches up with your energy reading like So these are affirmations for forgiveness. And we talked a little bit about in part one of the episode, forgiving yourself, right? We don't want burnout. When we rest, we take it easy. We allow ourselves, we give ourselves permission to rest. So we say these affirmations to release pain, to find freedom and to tap into our divine power. So affirmation number one, get your pens out, get your papers out. I forgive myself for any regrets. I forgive myself for any regrets yes and if you want it a little longer you can say i forgive myself for any regrets that i have been holding on to the next one i've got is i remind myself to focus on the present Hmm. i remind myself to focus on the present yeah i approach myself with patience and understanding Oh, I like that. I approach myself with patience and understanding. I love that. I think about the mind-body relationship, how a lot of the times we live in resistance where we have the to-do list, we want to power through it, we want to get it done, but our body's like, uh-uh, uh-uh, I need to rest today. We have to listen to that 
we have to be in that perfect harmony. Um, the next one is I treat myself with respect and kindness from today forward. Oh, got to. I treat myself with respect and kindness from today forward. That's right. I let go of all judgment and shame. Oh, that one's hard, you guys, but we can do it. I let go of all judgment and shame. Yeah. I let go of all urges to criticize myself. I let go. Oh, I got to get right for this. Hold on. Let me sit up. I let go Mm -hmm. of all urges to criticize myself. That's a big one. That's a big one. Yeah. I set myself free and forgive myself for any wrongdoings. Oh, let me take a deep breath. I set myself free and forgive myself for any wrongdoings. I'm allowed to rest. I'm allowed to rest. I deserve to feel amazing. I deserve to feel amazing. And lastly, I love myself unconditionally. Period. Period. I love myself unconditionally. Period. Respect it or check it. Yeah, ain't no other way to do it. That's it. Self love or bust. <laughs> okay. Self love. <laughs> and you know, we just gotta keep the goddess mantra the same, y'all, because this is something that Jax and I are literally shouting from the rooftops every single day and reminding each other also. Um, my whole life revolves around my self care. <laughs> the entirety of it all, all revolves around our self care. That's it. Yeah. That that is that's the message. I uh, hope this episode brings you what you need to hear. Messages delivered from spirits. I hope that you find clarity, peace, and wisdom in listening to our words. Thank you for sharing your energy with us. Thank you for trusting us with your energy. Thank you for listening. Ooh, Winston. <laughs> Thank you for giving us your time. Um, so much we got- gratitude so much gratitude in our hearts like so eternally grateful for everyone who's tuning in and if you're not tuning in what is you doing baby Come what on, is you get doing right. <laughs> get right up <laughs> <laughs> so as usual thank you for listening and we have a lot of good things going on don't forget to check out Jax's Etsy shop for her sacral line because her products are fire and you need that for sacral chakra healing let me just say okay um, I will have a live sale for crystals. So if there are any crystals that I listed that you don't have in your collection or you just want more of because you love the vibes, hit me up on Instagram at Sister Soul Healing. I do live crystal sales and I offer personal shopping services if you are unable to attend a live sale. Jax, what you got going on this week? I was going to tell them to make sure they tap into that Reiki too because baby, that sacral chakra open with that Reiki, that's how that's how the sacred line started with my session Bussin. with my girl. <laughs> okay. But yes, you guys be free. There's so much freedom in forgiving yourself. There's so much freedom in knowing who you are. Tap into yourself. Do it without feeling guilty by any means necessary. And make sure y'all check out the 2022 production prediction readings that are coming out. Y'all are gonna want to see what your energy is gonna be like for next year. So Link in bio, 
Post is on the page at Gems with Jacks. Check out my girl Vicky too. Y'all need that healing. And we love you for being here, growing with us, learning with us, enjoying with us, loving with us, living and just being free. Being Thank the you. goddesses that we are. Yes. Ooh, yes. Thank you, y'all. We'll check you next week. Bye. Bye.